Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to our first three episodes with Rob Shear, Ryan Griffin, and Dr. David Vaughn. Today's show is just for funsies, though, because we thought it would be special to record a Christmas bonus episode for the holiday season. And we'll be back with our regular podcast on Tuesday. We hope you enjoy. Make the world a place. Make the world a place. Make the world And welcome to a bonus Christmas holiday edition of Better Place Project. How we doing, Erin? Pretty good. How are you doing? I could not imagine being better. And I'm excited about talking about Christmas. Yeah, me too. I'm excited to do this episode. We just thought it would be fun to chat about Christmas in our household and the holidays growing up for us. Yeah, you, when you had mentioned that a couple of weeks ago, I it, it hadn't even dawned on me. So everybody, this is... Aaron's idea. So what would you like to chat about Christmas, Aaron? This is your episode. (laughs) Well, I think one of the best parts about the holidays is just the holiday music. People have mixed feelings about it, but I love Christmas songs. (laughs) They're just so happy. We talked about that a little bit, I think, in a previous episode, or maybe it's an episode coming up that we just recorded recently, and uh, and you mentioned that, and we chuckled at that pretty much by the day after Halloween, you were playing Christmas music growing up, and it would drive (laughs) me bonkers, because as we've discussed before, Christmas music should not start Mm -hmm. until the day after Thanksgiving. Those are the rules. I just want to get that out there again, so... (laughs) Yeah, people have mixed feelings about that too, but I am all about the Christmas music and listening to it early on. It doesn't matter. Um, And what's your favorite Christmas song? So my favorite Christmas song, that's a good question. I have a couple. I love love Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney, just because it's so upbeat and fun and kind of dancey. Having a wonderful Christmas time. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, it's so good. Um, and then also, I I love Elvis Presley's Christmas album. It's it's my favorite. I listen to it every year. Um, I have a record player, and my Grammy actually, my Grammy, my mom's mom, uh, passed down an Elvis Presley Christmas album record. So I listen to it every year. Really I love cool. White Christmas, Blue Christmas. I feel like Elvis Presley just does. Christmas songs, right? <laughs> oh, I forgot. I, I, when you said Blue Christmas, I thought, what's Blue Christmas? But that's a, mm-hmm. uh, I'll have a blue Christmas, Christmas without, without you. Without you. <laughs> ah, okay. I'd forgotten about that one. Yeah, it's so good. What about your favorite Christmas songs? You know, I would have to say my probably absolute favorite is Winter Wonderland. And I don't know if you remember this. And for those of you that haven't, that aren't old enough to remember a movie called When Harry Met Sally with Billy Crystal, that soundtrack is amazing. And we burned out that CD every year at Christmas. Harry Connick Jr. composes a lot of the music. And I'm a piano player and I I love his music. And uh, he does a version of Winter Wonderland that is amazing. It's all on uh, piano. 
and it's just awesome. But if you've never heard of it, people go to Spotify and just listen to the When Harry Met Sally soundtrack. And there's all kinds of Christmas music in that because it takes place during Christmas. So I'm going to disappoint you. What? I've never watched Harry When Harry Met Sally. Are you kidding me? <laughs> all right. That is your homework assignment for this weekend. It'll be on my list. Yes. Yeah. You have Billy Crystal and Meg Ryan. You must watch it. Okay, other Christmas songs that I like. I've always loved Jingle Bell Rock. It's certainly one of my faves. White Christmas for me also is a classic. Bing Crosby records, my parents played those growing up. Elvis Presley as well. But my all-time favorite has to be the Christmas song, Nat King Cole. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Mm, yes. That's an incredible song. Yeah, the classics. So what are some of your other favorite songs from Christmas? Well, uh, speaking of Christmas songs, we have to talk about the our own Christmas songs because we have a little Christmas album that my dad recorded. And I have two brothers, so... Um, both of my brothers and I sang on the album. So my dad composed the music and recorded us and did all of that when we were kids. Well, you're giving and me too much credit because we wrote the lyrics all together. Now, you may be too young because the first one we're yeah. going to play, I think you were four, four years yeah. old. So our first Christmas song that we made, um, well, how about you talk about why you made it? Wasn't it basically like, a Christmas gift? Uh, yeah, it was just something that you kids and we we literally just a few minutes ago remembered what or figured out what year this was thanks to a lyric in the song where we mentioned Aaron's Aunt Anne, who it was her senior year in high school, my little sister Anne. And so I just texted her and said, hey, what year did you graduate from high school? And we were able to punch in that year and figure out that Aaron was four years old when we did this. Shane was three, and your older brother, Devin, was eight. So you guys were just babies when we did this. And yeah, this this whole particular song, we won't bore you guys with all of it, but it, uh, it's kind of a tribute to our whole family. Every verse talks about a different family member of the family, and it goes where Aaron's older brother, Devin, sings the first line, Aaron sings the second line, and Aaron's younger brother, Shane, sings the third line. And this is a song, I think we called it Christmas Time. Was that the title of it, Aaron? Yeah, yeah. It's and Christmas it goes time. something like this. This is a cool beat. Got the groove. <laughs> yeah. It's Christmas time, it's Christmas time. Santa's in the house. He'll give Daddy a new Corvette and Mommy a new blouse. He'll give Daddy a new Corvette and Mommy a new blouse. I still remember the words. Send us some more presents because I don't have enough. This goes out. Shane's little baby voice. Pretty good for a three-year-old. We're sorry we can't be there, but please send a toy to Grandma and Grandpa. And this is Aaron. Uncles and aunts. Kylie and Daniel, guess what? I don't want my pants. To all 
<laughs> he had the best lines. Kylie and Daniel, I don't wet my pants. Yeah, Shane, Shane being the youngest at the end of every verse, he got all the he he got all the the golden lines. So he got all the zingers. Yeah, that that he did. <laughs> we were so little. I don't know how you got three kids. How old was Devin at the time? Devin was eight and a half. You were four, and Shane was three. Okay, so three kids under the age of nine, all recording an album. What I so remember, we'd sit around the table and try to write lyrics. Let's write something about Uncle Mike. And we talk about Uncle Mike was playing lots of Nintendo at that time, and then like a gym. And then we went to, there's a lyric in there about Aaron's grandma, my mom was a huge Michael Jordan fan and became a big Chicago Bulls fan being there in Illinois. And so we even had a line in there about uh, grandma's presents, all the presents she's hoarding and she's saving the her favorite one for her favorite son, Michael Jordan or something Jordan. like that. But, um, but yeah, that was, uh, oh my gosh, your tiny little squeaky voices. And what I also remember most about that was you, Aaron, I would have you in front of a microphone and I would I would cue you with your line and I would have to do one line at a time and then place them all into the rhythm. And uh, and you would say your line and then go do a cartwheel across the room and, and not have to like- <laughs> Sounds about right. Corral you back at Aaron's entire childhood, everybody. Her entire childhood was pretty much cartwheels. As we're talking to her, <laughs> she's doing cartwheels around the house. So especially as a- five-year-old so i had to constantly come on back to the mic and say her line and she'd sing her line and then she'd run and go and do another cartwheel so all right let's go to the next one i have no idea what these years are but you can clearly tell you guys are i think this was two years later i think we did one about every two years if i remember uh Mm because you guys are a little bit older in this and you can tell this one is called so it was about seven years old probably yeah this is called christmas all over again Yo, Aaron, wake up, wake up. What, what time is it? No, it's... no, I'm too tired. Yo, Devin, Devin, wake up. What, 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 what time is it? I forgot about oh, this no, intro. I just, I just saw a big it. fat guy going up the chimney. Um, <laughs> he has a, um, a white oh, beard. Oh, this intro is good. What, what, what? what? It's Christmas. It's Christmas <laughs> all over again. <laughs> Oh, his laugh. <laughs> Shane's laugh. All over again. <laughs> we out with our family and friends. Dad got a new tie and mom got a Benz. Dad got a new tie and mom got a Benz. All over again. Yo, it's time to get ready for Christmas 2001. Here's you, Eric. We're not going to stop until we've had lots of fun. So get yourself together. You got some attitude now. I know. <laughs> Yo, Devin, Aaron, don't forget about me. Well, you better watch out. <laughs> That's good. Well, you're Is that not cowbell gonna right there? No I think those were woodblocks. And if you can decide a gift to get for me. No, we know what you're getting. It's a partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> that was you, wasn't it? A little solo, yeah. On Okay, this all verse coming up is about our new dog, Max, that we got that year. We'll give you all of the facts. We got a cute little 
little puppy and his name is Max. But he's gotten so much bigger. But he's still a big hit. Oh no, look at the carpet. I think Max took a shooby doo bop, Creative. Max was our golden retriever and he was such a big part of our family. The best dog ever. <laughs> so sweet. <laughs> Listening back to these first couple of songs, I'm flooded with memories that are behind, uh, like stories that are behind the lyrics of of these songs. For example, you may have picked up on the lyric uh, in the first one, Daddy's getting a new Corvette and Mommy a new blouse. Oh my gosh, I took took so much heat from family and friends about what the heck you get a new corvette and kim only gets a blouse what the heck mom got ripped off exactly and um and of course i didn't get a new corvette Uh, it was just all in fun but i was pretty much the chauvinist pig uh for that for that lyric and uh and so when it came time, I think two years later, when we did that last song that we just heard, the lyric was swapped around to, I guess, try to redeem myself. And I put, Daddy's getting a new tie. Yeah. And a Mom Benz, got a yeah. Benz, a Mercedes Benz. So <laughs> to make I had it to, even. yeah, uh, level <laughs> the playing field, so to speak. And uh, so I only got a measly little tie uh, to keep everybody happy. But. <laughs> Anyway, we do have one last song from the archives for you all. This one was a couple years later. We make a reference to 2001 in the song. So Devin would have been 11, you, Aaron, would have been 7, and I guess Shane, 6. Now, this year, I got a little lazier, as you can tell, because in the, the first two that we played, I wrote uh, the music, and the kids and I together wrote the lyrics. Uh, In this one, I got lazy, and I just grabbed Silent Night, and we put a rap song over Silent Night. and uh, you kids, as you got older, uh, of course, Devin, you know, was eleven. Now he was a you know bad dude. You have to have to rap, even though they had been rapping in the previous two songs as well. But I was the most proud of you kids this year because you played the biggest role in writing the lyrics with me. And we sat down at the dining room table, and we came up with ideas and you guys uh, thought of let's write a story and we created a story about a boy named Tommy who came from a really poor family he didn't have a father and his mother raised him and she had to work two or three jobs to just to afford food they were so poor so he never got gifts at Christmas ever because their family was too poor so one year he decided, and this was your guy's idea, that what if he saved his lunch money from school and he saved up money to buy his mom a Christmas gift? And you'll hear him say he saved his lunch for a quarter. You know, it was quarter for the lunch. And so he kept saving his lunch money so he could buy his mom a gift, which I think was a blue sweater. Was it not, Aaron? I don't remember. I yeah, we'll have to listen think so. and find out. We'll confirm that. And, of course, we had to do rap again because, of course, any kind of music (laughs) just wasn't cool to you guys at that time. Oh, yeah. We were all about that. So here is the Norris Kids Silent Night Rap. Christmas time from a family named Norris on the 
West Coast. <laughs> <laughs> Such gangsters. Mom's in the kitchen cooking beef roast. This is the beef roast. Mom's in the kitchen cooking beef roast. That is so good. As to just what Christmas is all about. You see, he never got a present on Christmas Day. Because he never had a daddy and his mama was way too poor to buy him anything, not even a bite. <laughs> so everywhere he went, he had to take a hike. See, Tommy, that's, that's his name. name. Never did get sad. It's the most important thing he always knew he had. And that's love from his mama on Christmas Day. And he knew nobody ever could take that away. From him! <laughs> so good. <laughs> from him! <laughs> You guys actually sound pretty good singing here. Yeah, we don't sound bad. Alright, we'll give it another verse. Yeah. I'll skip over this chorus and jump uh, jump forward so we can see what happens next to Tommy. But Tommy always knew the best Christmas would be a gift for his mother underneath the tree. You see, where they live, snow and ice are the norm. A nice sweater blue with keeper It was a blue sweater. So every day at school oh, yeah. for a year, he his lunch for a quarter, but he never to tell. And finally one day, his dream did come true. He had saved enough money for a nice sweater blue. So on Christmas Day, when Mama opened her gift, Tommy saw her surprise and watched her spirit lift. With tears in her eyes, she whispered his way. This is the best Christmas ever, this Christmas Day. Tommy learned that year what Christmas is all about. We felt that day removed all the doubt. You see, the only thing better than getting a toy is spreading some love and giving some joy. So let's learn, learn from, from Tommy and do a good deed. <laughs> so learn from Tommy. Yeah, giving to others and spread Christmas cheer. Have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Oh, I love it. We thought we were so cool rapping to that song. You guys did think you so were so great. cool. But what I really liked about that song is, and that year is you guys really did get into the writing and the you really grasped the true meaning of Christmas, which is really all about yeah. giving, not getting gifts. And of course, what kid doesn't want to get gifts? And of course, you loved gifts. But but that year, you really just all were all about giving. And, uh, and I loved that. We went from being super greedy in the first song, yeah. complaining that we don't have enough presents, and then... By the last song that we made, we're like, you know what? That's not what Christmas is all about. Exactly. <laughs> we just matured over time. Yeah, there's a big difference between the first song and the last song. You were growing into fine young kids for sure. Listening to those songs bring back so many good memories. That was like yes, the best part of Christmas and my childhood. And it's so great that we have those songs to listen back to. Absolutely. Such an amazing time in all of our lives. And I remember the big thing that I remember recording those is that I was always dancing during the songs. Whenever I was singing my lines, I would dance too. And you always told me, you're like, just try to stand still because you're moving away from the mic. (laughs) That's exactly right. Because you'd be going, you're dancing so much that your mouth would be close to the mic. You'd be like, it's Christmas all over again. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, it's like, no, that's not going to work for the audio. So anyway. Took a lot of patience on your part, I'm sure. You have no idea. You have no idea. In fact, your mom sometimes, uh, after one of our recording sessions, uh, I would be like totally stressed because it's like herding cats to get you guys yeah. to the, especially for the first year when you're like three and four we were and babies. eight. And uh, your, mom, your mom would just shake her head at like, why are you doing this? But it was so much fun. Yeah, it was. Uh, another fun topic for Christmas is Christmas movies. 
Uh, I have quite a few favorites. What's your favorite? I know mine. I didn't know we were going to talk about movies. This is cool. Uh, To me, it's hands down. There's, there's, well, actually, there's two. Okay, I think we might have the same one. Well, hands down, not only is this one of my, not only is it my favorite Christmas movie, it's one of my favorite movies of all time, and that is Elf. Elf Yes, with Will Ferrell. (laughs) That is a, you know, Christmas is not the same without that, Mm -hmm. that movie ever since it came out and you guys were little and we had so much fun laughing at that movie. And so, yeah, I I will watch that movie in July. I love it so much. (laughs) It's my favorite too. I remember seeing it in the theaters. I don't remember how old I was. I want to know when it came out, but it's just a classic. I feel like there hasn't been a really, really good Christmas movie made after Elf. Yeah, before that, by far, up until that point, my favorite Christmas movie of all time was Christmas Vacation with Chevy Chase. Oh, yeah. My gosh. An amazing, amazing movie. Another really good one. Yeah. Both of those are a must-watch every year. Agreed. Those are the best. All righty. And what's what's, what's the one that's a lot of people love now that's kind of the love story? Uh, mm. That like people switch places in different countries. Oh, the holiday is that what it is? The holiday, yeah. With okay. I know um, a lot of people Cameron love Diaz that, and that's good. And oh, I don't remember the other. Is it Hugh Grant? Um, I think it's Hugh Grant. Jude Law. Oh, Jude Law. Yeah, and Jack Black. Yeah, that's another. That's a sweet one. I like that too. I I I try to watch that one every year. You know, yeah, still not on the same too. caliber as Christmas Vacation and Elf, though, in my opinion. But those are classics. Yeah, those are classics. So another big thing for the holidays is just spending time with family. And for us, we basically, I mean, we have our whole family here. We have relatives that live in Illinois because you were raised there. Mom, um, mom's family lives there as well. But um, why is it? I feel like people always talk about like tensions rising when they get together with their family Mm -hmm. or when they go back home for the holidays. I, I wonder like why that is. <laughs> so, well, that's interesting that you say that. Have you d- have you noticed that that happens in our family when we would go back to Illinois? Not so much for me, um, just because it's like fun to be reunited with cousins and everything like that. But right. I'm wondering for you, because you're basically going back to your home in a way. So does that make things weird yeah. for you? You know, it's it's funny. I think maybe I'm just lucky and your mom is well. Is it- there really wasn't that much of that and there and there still isn't uh you know well in the last couple of years maybe a little bit more <laughs> with there's some political tension political differences oh, yeah. in our, For in a our lot family of families, a little bit I'm but, sure. but but yeah but but beyond that we can all laugh about it and still you know give each other hugs and all that and i think maybe that I don't see my siblings too often that we don't get on each other's nerves as much when we get together mm-hmm. but i think to you know, really answer your question is, is if there's, you know, rough times when you're a kid with your siblings, it's what I do know is that so many times when you don't see them and you can now be 25, 30 years old, you still go back to that same dynamic of who is the older brother, the little you sister, do, or yeah. the, the younger brother. And, and so if, if the older brother was mean to the younger brother, then sometimes that can, can arise. Mm-hmm. And, but I was fortunate in that, yes, my older brothers picked on me and, you know, gave me grief as a little, but, but never anything 
that it affected mm-hmm. us growing up. I love all my family, yeah. and I'm fortunate that when we get together, it's 99.9% of the time festive, and I'm <laughs> grateful for that. Yeah. So. Everyone plays, like, a role in their family, and I think when they all get back together, they kind of, like, take into that role again, you know, a little bit. They kind of go back yeah, to old exactly. ways of how they were when they were kids or when they were raised and all that. As far as, uh, like, you know, tension and, and whatnot at the holidays – I don't see that at all between you and your brothers. You and Devin and and Shane seem to get together or get along so well. Mm -hmm. But maybe I'm missing some dynamics. I think it's different for us because (laughs) (laughs) I think it's different for us because we all live in uh, the same area. We all live in Orange County still, so it's not like we're all spending a lot of time together in the same space. But I feel like Mm -hmm. uh, people that live away from home and they're coming back from from wherever they live and they're staying home for the holidays, that's just a lot of extra time spending with their family that they're not used to. Yep. No, I can see that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's normal for tensions to rise when you're just spending a lot of time with, with people that you're not normally spending a lot of time with, you know? So our recommendation, everybody is just take a deep breath. If you're getting tensions coming with a sibling or a mom or a dad or a son or a daughter or whatever, take a deep (laughs) breath. And be thankful that you have them in your life still. And maybe take a walk for 10 minutes and come back and give them a big hug. And yes. all will be well in the world again. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that. Just taking a walk, getting out for a bit, letting off some steam, getting a break. That's always a good idea. And then come back and eat some pie. Yes. Speaking of pie, uh, what are what? your favorite holiday foods? Uh, favorite holiday foods. Wow. Uh, my mom growing up always made these kind of peanut butter balls dipped in chocolate and they were oh, those so, are so good. good. I'm not a, I'm not a huge sweets guy, but at Christmas time, yeah, all bets are off. Especially <laughs> when I love homemade chocolate chip cookies. I love, um, apple pie. I love, uh, yeah. Notice when I, when I see when I, when you mentioned food, when I think of Christmas, I don't think of, you know, hams and turkeys and all of that. I think of sweets because that's like the one time of the year that I eat, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of sugary stuff and enjoy it and love it. Man, nothing like a chocolate chip cookie and glass of milk Christmas time. Mm -hmm. So good. Yeah. How about you? I love Christmas cookies. I love Christmas cookies, which you know. I love baking. You have a sweet tooth. Mm -hmm. And then um, something else I love during the holidays is peppermint. And I know you love Ooh. that too. Just anything like candy cane, peppermint cookies, uh, Trader peppermint Joe's. mochas for yeah, breakfast. peppermint mochas. My, uh, yeah, put some peppermint cream in your coffee. It's the best at Christmas mm-hmm. time. And Trader Joe's also has the best uh, Christmas treats ever with candy cane JoJo's and all of that good stuff. Candy so. cane JoJo's rock! If you haven't <laughs> had those guys, go out and buy some. They're the best Trader Joe's. Yes. Yeah. Specifically, the dark chocolate covered ones. They're so mm, good. Done. Okay. So, so something that can be kind of stressful during the holidays is gift shopping and finding the right gifts for people. Totally. <laughs> and I struggle with finding the perfect gift for people because I tend to shop for people what I would want. So I kind of like think like, oh, this would be really cool. I would love to get this. So I'm going to give this to my brother. And 
you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that he'll like it. So that's something I still have to work on. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm definitely guilty of that in what I found that, that I really, I love to read. And so especially, and, and I think as I've gotten older, I, I like less clutter and I like, I don't like a lot of big things and a lot of junk around my house. Not that I get junk from, you know, for gifts, but but uh, I, I like to read. So, and I also think reading is a gift that can keep on giving. And so I don't keep my books anymore. I read it. I'll buy a book. I'll read it. And then I give it away to somebody who I think would enjoy it. But I just, I've seen how much books have enriched my life. So the last, you know, few years, I've made a conscious effort to give more books. But you're right, there, there, there might be some people that are tired of me giving them books. So I need to work on that too. <laughs> well, I'm the same way as you. I think gifts, I, I mean, I think books are really the best gifts. That's something I always want. Um, I feel like we sound like boring adults saying that. I love books and I never thought I would say this, but I love socks because I feel like I can never have enough. I'm always losing so- socks. Duly noted. Okay, I finally figured out what I'm getting there. There you go, yeah. Socks. <laughs> I'm making it easy for you. Um, Yeah, but I even look back over, speaking of books, though, going back to I just thought of Cody. Cody is Aaron's long-term boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Um, He gave me a book on the history of wine five years ago, I think. And it's one of my favorite books I've read in the last five years. And I didn't even know the book existed. And it went back a few thousand years on the history of wine. And so, and then a couple years ago, he gave me another fascinating book on salt. Now, if I were walking through oh, a bookstore, yeah. <laughs> would I buy a book on salt? And that book is is an amazing book. So that's that's what I think is what's so cool about you know giving and getting books is that you just never know what you're going to get, and you can just be so surprised. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I love that. Books can be kind of tricky because I feel like they're really personal. Everyone has their own personal tastes on what they like and what they don't like with books. But um, yeah, I agree. It's really nice to get a book, especially one that you wouldn't typically pick out or just a gift in general that you wouldn't typically pick out. And then you end up really liking it. That's those are really the best gifts. Agreed. So I'm going to get you a book wrapped in socks for Christmas. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) I'm going to love it. So... You know, another feeling that some people or a lot of us tend to feel during the holidays, I think, is loneliness. The holidays can be really hard, especially this year, uh, because so many people aren't going home to their families. And I think it's it's going to be a really weird Christmas for a lot of people. Yeah, for example, this this last Thanksgiving was the first time in in your guy's life that we weren't together on Thanksgiving day, which, you know, which we had planned. I was planning on coming down to Orange County for the few weeks leading up to that. And then the COVID just started getting worse and worse and worse. And I'm up in LA County and there's a mandate now in LA County that you literally can't even go to somebody else's house, even to go see like one friend, you know, I don't know Mm -hmm. how they're going to police that, but, uh, but the cases are spiking so much in L.A. and in Orange County, but it's not quite as bad where you guys are. And so that's a concern that I have is coming down and giving it to you guys or getting it and bringing it back to L.A. And and so, so yeah, I made the really, really tough decision to not get together with you guys on Thanksgiving, and that was tough. But it was awesome having that 
long Zoom call with you and your brothers and having a glass of wine with you. And your brothers and Cody was was second best. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping, though, that by Christmas time that we'll all be able to be together. We'll see. But fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I really hope so, too. So I know so many people can relate to this, having to split up their time with their families, um, coming from a divorced family. Um, You know, you and mom are divorced, so sometimes it can get kind of tricky making the plans of who we're spending time with and how that's going to work out. And um, a lot of people can relate to that, and that can add some, you know, extra that's just kind of like an extra stressor when it comes to the holidays too sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we are lucky and I say we because it takes a whole group of us that uh, that fortunately your mom and I are really good friends and we yeah. get along <laughs> great. And so it's, it's awesome that we still get together for Thanksgivings and for Christmas and, uh, and we're very fortunate. So if there's anything that I would encourage other people you know, other divorce people is be kind to your ex-spouse, um, treat them with respect. You love them dearly at one point. It doesn't mean you can't, why can't you continue to love them forever? Maybe not in that same way, but, uh, but it can certainly make holidays and just your life better to get along with your ex, especially if, if he or she is the mother or father of your, your children. Um, be kind to them and your holidays forever and your life together will be better just uh, uh, having them as a friend in your life. It's possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Amen to that. And speaking of family, another fun thing to do during the holidays with friends or with your family is to play games and have a game night. We love a good old game night. (laughs) Yes. Nothing better than family Mm -hmm. game night or friends game night. Yeah. So, what would be your favorite game to play? What's your wow, favorite game? with you kids growing up, I know we played an awful lot of catchphrase. Remember that? Where yeah, you pass the, that's always fun. You say the word, you pass it, and it's like a ticking time bomb, and it's usually you break up into teams, and that was a <laughs> lot of fun. Another one that I really enjoyed going way back is a game called Balderdash. Do you remember playing that? Balderdash I've is heard one of it, where you... But I don't remember playing. Yeah, I think I even played that a lot before you kids, or when you kids were too too little to play it. But it's a game where you can BS, and I'm a big BSer, so it's uh that's uh, it's so much fun to play. In fact, I was watching Cobra Kai last night, and the kids in that movie talk about Balderdash, so it must be coming uh. back. It must be coming back. Uh, so, but recently, the last year. I was in Australia, and a friend of mine turned me on to a game called Werewolf, I think it is. And I got it for you, Aaron, for, I think, your birthday last year. What was the name of that? that One Night uh, Ultimate Werewolf. One Night Ultimate Werewolf. That is so much fun. We played it with you and your mom and your brothers, and uh, I highly recommend that game. Uh, what are your favorite games, mm-hmm. Aaron? So I noticed you said you pronounce it Werewolf, and I pronounce it Werewolf. I don't know what which one is. How correct. do I pronounce it? <laughs> werewolf. How do I pronounce it? Werewolf. <laughs> werewolf versus werewolf. Wolf. No, I heard you say werewolf. Werewolf? Did I say werewolf? <laughs> I don't know. That's just what it sounded like. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I have a lisp. What is he? Werewolf. Werewolf. We'll listen back and find out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Okay, so werewolf, werewolf. One of my favorite games, I feel like I bring it out all the time when I'm with friends or with family, and I'm surprised I still haven't played it with you, but I've told you about it several times. It's called The Chameleon, and it's a really yeah, fun- Yeah, you mentioned that. It's similar to your game that you like, One Night Ultimate Werewolf. It's similar. It's um, a social game, and you can play with like a larger group, so it's really fun, and- Basically, everyone knows what the secret word is, except for one person in the crowd, who is the uh. chameleon. And then um, you kind of, as the chameleon, you have to blend in, and then the rest of the group has to determine who the chameleon is and who whoever Ooh, is faking it. That sounds it. like fun. So, yeah, that sounds like there is. So you can use some BS in that. Uh, sounds like you people. can use some BS in that game too, huh? Yeah, yeah. So if you're a good liar, you're gonna be really good at this game. Woohoo! Yeah, unfortunately, I'm sure pretty much in very few places around the world will people be able to gather in large groups, but hopefully yeah. with their family of a handful of people, they can have some good family bonding time with cell phones off and distractions off and no emails and just engage with your family. There's nothing better mm-hmm. than that. I agree. I want that to be my focus for the holidays this year is to just relax and be present And I think a lot of us tend to get wrapped up in all the stress this year for or um, during the holidays. A lot of us get stressed out with holiday shopping, holiday cooking, just hosting parties, getting things done. Hopefully this year can be, um, you know, a little bit more relaxing. And I'm going to try to do that for myself. I think that's a great idea and great advice for all of us. And speaking of being in the present, and books. I'm going to throw out a book recommendation that is one of my favorite books of the last like 15 years, and it's The Power of Now by Eckerd Tolle, T-O-L-L-E, The Power of Now. Uh, That book is amazing, and it talks about getting, uh, learning how to be in the moment, live in the present. So highly recommend that book. It's an incredible gift as well. So thank you for giving me that little uh, gift idea, Aaron. Nice. I still have to read that. You must read that. All right. Mm-hmm. I may have to give it to you That's for Christmas. on my list. <laughs> I have such a big book list now. <laughs> it's a good list to have. Yeah. So when I'm really trying to relax this holiday season, I'll try to read a couple books during that time too. That'll be Perfect. good for me. Me too. And that concludes our Christmas little chat. Christmas. Well, that was fun. Thank you, Erin. And let's send out to everybody the warmest holiday uh, regards. Happy uh, New Year. Merry Christmas. Mm -hmm. Happy Hanukkah. Kwanzaa. Merry everything. Merry everything. Merry Christmas, (laughs) Erin. I love you. Merry Christmas. Love you too. Happy holidays, everybody. Bye. Bye. Special thanks to our producer, Noah Existe, and editor, Joe Tampoco. Our music was written and performed by Nadia Importante. Thank you so much for listening. If this podcast brightened your day in any way, please subscribe and leave us a review. If you have a suggestion for a guest or simply have suggestions on how we can improve our show, please send us an email to betterplaceprojectpodcast at gmail.com. And we hope you have a peaceful and safe holiday this year. We encourage you to take some time to be present and spread your love and kindness to the people in your life. And that will help make this world a better place. Make the world a better place. Make the world.